0: Had this woman who used to say but i like who i am i don't want jesus to change that <laughs> she's a very funny woman he didn't change paul's personality when he went from saul to paul paul still had pretty sharp elbows if you read his writings he didn't change david's personality right he didn't change when he picked the when he picked the prophets he didn't change their personalities he changed their outlook he allowed them to see the world through his eyes not through their own So what I'm here to tell you today is when God says to you, I want so badly to heal you, but you must take that foot out of your dysfunction. Let it go and come to me in full submission. You've got to trust whatever he's going to do is going to be better than what you've got. It's got to be better than the pain. It's got to be better than the alcohol. It's got to be better than anything you're going through. And he's not going to change you into some milk toast guy. That was my big fear. Oh my gosh, I'm going to become Ned Flanders. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be this, like the highly doodly doodly guy. That's just scared me to death. That's just not what I wanted to be. And God didn't do that. Thank you. <laughs> Lastly, God tells us that we have to replace our fear, our anger, our hurt, our bitterness, our lack of trust, our grudges, our vindictiveness, our defense me- mechanisms, our self-medicating, and all the rest of that dysfunction. You've got to replace it with love. This one stunk for me. I grew up German. I grew up in abuse. I grew up without family. I grew up in an atmosphere without love. And I'm reading scripture, and everything's roses, sunshines, and love. And father. Everything was father. I'm like, okay, how does that speak to someone like me? My dad's in jail. I don't have any love in my life. What is this nonsense? When Jesus showed me when I finally gave in, it's supernatural. In my own power, I cannot love any of you. I'm not even sure I can like you. But in God's power, through the Holy Spirit, I can love you with agape, brotherly, and sisterly love like you cannot believe. It's remarkable. I have compassion for people. I care. Never did before. It's supernatural. But I never had that until I submitted and I never submitted until God beat me with that two-by-four. I'm trying to make sure you don't have to be hit by the holy two-by-four today. You've got to try this, folks. So I'm going to steal a line from Paul. I don't want you to be ignorant. Satan does not want you to have any of this healing. He is going to hold you by the ankles and tell you every single lie. God does not love you. You are not worthy. You are guilty. You, uh, what are you kidding? Really? You can't get healed. You are too far gone. And he's going to make you feel guilty when you backslide. And you will backslide. He's the enemy. Tell him to shut up. Right? Rebuke him and he will leave. Right? Use scripture like Jesus did at the gar- when he was tempted. You know, remember in the desert, 40 days, 40 nights. How did he respond to the devil? Scripture. He used Deuteronomy. Have your, have your scripture memorization and say, devil, no. Mine is Philippians 2, 3 through 5. See if I can remember it under the pressure of the lights. It says, do nothing under vain conceit but consider everyone better than yourself. For a narcissist, that's a good one. Consider everyone better than yourself. Ooh. You mean that I'm not the center of the universe? You can beat Satan but he's going to try you. If, you. if you do this, he's going to try you. Okay, someone out there right now is thinking this. Sure, Tom, I've done that. I've done the forgiveness thing. I've done the pray thing. I've done the transformation thing. I've done everything you said, and it's not working. It's a great message you have, but I still have anxiety, depression, bipolar, personality disorder. I still have chronic pain. God is not going to come down and replace my eardrums. He's not going to give me a new eye. Okay, true. Like you, I have disabilities. Some years ago, about 17 years ago, I had half my stomach removed. Plus some of my intestines, I had a bad issue with an ulcer. And I have severe gastric issues because of it. I have arthritis in all my major joints. I take an impressive amount of painkillers. I could rival anybody in a nursing home with my pillbox. I have chronic migraines, 10 to 15 of them a month, like the one I had this morning. Earlier I was sweating as part of my gastric issues. I'm not nervous. And God did not come down and go, smack, shabbily do! you're healed. He didn't do that. But let me tell you what he did do. I lost my stomach, and I had to stop drinking alcohol. And God said, Tom, enough. Rely on me and stop self-medicating. The booze won't do it. I will. For 25 years, I was a student and an instructor in the martial arts because I wanted to be able to protect myself because I was very fearful Of being hurt. Abuse will do that to you. It's kind of that beaten dog thing. And God said, I'm going to ravage you and take away your hearts, which He's done. And I'm going to make you rely on me for your protection. And I'm going to teach you that you have nothing to fear in the first place. Remarkable stuff that I never would have learned had I held on to the way I do things. He's changed my outlook. He let me see the world through his eyes, not mine. He transformed my mind, and that is healing. So no, you may not get that knee replacement spiritually, supernaturally. You may have that bad knee here hobbling around, but God is good. Do you remember what happened to Job when Job's kids all died? First thing he did is he hits his knees and worships the Lord. His kids die, and he worships the Lord. Paul tells us that when we are weak, God is strong. In our weakness, he will be strong. My grace is sufficient. That is so hollow sometimes to us, unless we have the faith to truly believe it. doesn't mean physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. We are weak. And in our own power, we can do nothing. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and I can do all things through the Holy Spirit, and I can do all things when I submit myself to God. You know, remember that scene where Peter's walking on water? Peter's this brash guy. Jesus is on the water, and Peter goes, let me come out and walk on the water. You know, that's kind of Peter. That's my best Peter impression, by the way. Um, And he walks, and he's looking at his Savior right in the eyes. He's like, I'm walking on water. This is fantastic. What happens when he takes his eyes off Jesus? I'm just saying, folks, if you take your eyes off Jesus, you're going to sink. The song was great. It stole some of my lines. 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9, we're hard-pressed. We are hard-pressed. We are under a lot of pressure and stress, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed. I'm perplexed. That's a constant state of being. I don't have any idea what God's doing but I'm not in despair because I trust the Lord, that he has plans to prosper me and not harm me. We're persecuted, but we're not abandoned. God's always there. Even when I was being dumb and wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, do you think God left me? Do you think Jesus said, I'll get back to you, Tom, when you figure it out? No, he was there holding my hand. I was holding the hand of the devil in his play box. I was doing, well, you can imagine. If I'm holding the devil's hand, you can imagine what I was doing. And Jesus like, come hold my hand, come hold my hand, come hold my hand, come hold my hand. He never let me go. We're struck down. There are days, have you been struck down? Have you had something in your life that just struck you and just beat you, put you to your knees? But we're not destroyed. Oh, here's the fun part I want to let you know. Um, I'll be in eternity with you folks, so I hope you like me. It's going to be great. We are not destroyed. We are not destroyed. We have eternity together no matter what happens to us in this life. We're told we have to lose our lives to gain our lives. Why are we hanging on so tightly to the stuff that doesn't matter? I could honestly whine and moan about my stomach a whole bunch. I could talk about my pain in my joints. I could talk about how looped up I am on all the painkillers I'm on. I could, talk, I could focus on me if I wanted to. And I could do poor me. I could do that. I could be a disabled person instead of somebody with disabilities. But my God tells me I am not destroyed. And I don't know whether it's God's will I'm like this, that Satan's attacking me, and honestly, I don't care. Because it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is I love God, He loves me. And my healing comes from the fact that He's going to renew my mind and let me see my world through His eyes. And he says, Tom, in my eyes, you're perfect. You're just the way I planned you. So why does this happen? Why did my mom suffer 20 years in a nursing home, wasting away and die? So when I was a kid, I could watch her and say, if she can do that, I can go through what I'm going through. So that today I would be here in this church, under God's plan, talking to you about healing. My mother sacrificed for me unbelievably. And if she were here, she said, I'd do it again. Because I was not destroyed in those foster homes. I was not beaten and bullied and destroyed. I came out of it knowing God. And God uses everything for good if you let him. But here's the point. You don't let him. You don't let him. I'm way over. (laughs) I got to tell you, God has been so good to me. I don't have rage ruling my life anymore. I don't have homicidal thoughts anymore. I have some thoughts, but not homicidal. I don't have intrusive memories beating me to death and just hurting me. I don't, I don't write people off anymore. There are no throwaway people. God put compassion in my heart. I'm a lousy husband. I am. But I'm not an abusive one anymore. I care deeply about changing lives for Christ. I don't hang out with Satan anymore. God uses me in powerful ways. I trust God to keep me and protect me. And I work hard to do what Jesus commands, even though I backslide. I am far from perfect. My wife's here if you want to meet with her afterwards to find out. Which I'm sure she'd tell you. But Jesus said to me a long time ago, Tom, do you want to be healed? And I said, yes. And my actions said, no. I was not willing to give up my defenses. I was not willing to give up my alcohol. I was not willing to give up my anger. I was not willing to give up all the things I thought drove me, protected me, and kept me from being a statistic as as a foster kid. It's a lie. It's counterfeit. It's from Satan. All that crap that you think is saving you and keeping you and protecting you, it is of Satan. It is worldly. God has so much more better for you. What are you going to do? Jesus is going to come to you today and say, do you want to be healed? Do you want to be healed? Just like the guy at Bethesda. Do you want to get well? Are you can say, no, Jesus, I'm just here with a friend? Are you going to say, no, Jesus, I want to stay in this comfortable dysfunction I live in? We're going to say, today is the day that I'm going to take my eyes off of myself. I'm going to take my eyes off of the world. I'm going, to, I'm going to take a chance and become vulnerable and transparent. And I am going to trust Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, my therapist. I'm going to take that chance and step out and allow him, allow him in my life in a powerful way that will change you forever. Today's the day may not even be you you may be that person that wanted to raise your hand the eye of the perfect life but you were afraid to because you weren't sure i was going to do to you you might know somebody though that's dysfunctional you may know somebody that's a functional dysfunctional right people that are functional but they're dysfunctional and they need to know jesus christ friends we are the church we are the body of christ we are the ones that are responsible for reaching out in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit among the nations. We are the the disciples. First, get healing for yourself. Say yes today to what I'm telling you. Say yes that you will step out for Jesus. And then when you find what I found, it will not be able to be contained in you. You must tell everybody else, this is the greatest thing in the world. I was scared to death about what God was going to do to me, but it is awesome. And you've got to have it. Randy's been nice enough to let me come today, take way too much time to tell you how much I love you and how much Jesus loves you and how you can have what I have. I should be in jail. I should be dead. Instead, I'm in a church talking with my brothers and sisters. Amen? Amen. Thank you very much.